Welcome to Enthusiastically Self-Employed, the show created for you as a coach, consultant, solopreneur, and small business owner. Those of us who are enthusiastic about growing our business and learning along the way. This show features expert interviews from business rock stars in my network, plus solo episodes with marketing and LinkedIn tips from me, Brenda Mellon. Years ago, the universe nudged me forward into a new path as a solopreneur. I didn't know it at the time, but my career in corporate marketing and my knack for LinkedIn opened a new door for me. Whatever brought you into being self-employed, whether it was a corporate career transition, downsizing, early retirement, or a desire for a more fulfilling career path, my guess is you found this show because you are also enthusiastically self-employed. I'm glad you found me. Now let's get started. Hey, my friend. Today, I want to talk about some of my podcast stats and also a bit of how this fits in with my marketing focus. And we're at the beginning of the year. We're actually coming towards the end of January as I'm recording this episode. And I've started to just reflect back on what happened in 2023 as it relates to my podcast, which is really an extension of my business. And I've been doing some LinkedIn Live episodes for a few years, and I've, I've had this podcast on my to-do list for several years. I finally committed to making it happen in 2023. And now I kind of take a step back and I'm trying to figure out is it working? And how do I know if it's working? And I always feel like data tells us a story and data can help us to assess your progress over time. So what I like to do is annually look at data and help to establish some benchmarks. And also just to kind of take a step back and look at a bigger picture of things, because sometimes I feel like we get in the minutia of the day-to-day and we don't take that step back and, and reflect back. So that's what I'm going to do today. And I'm going to walk you through what I did as I went through this analysis. And hopefully this helps you out is you're looking at your own data for your business. Now, I know I'm talking about a podcast here. For those of you who have a podcast, this might be really helpful, or maybe you're aspiring to do a podcast someday, and this will help to start to think about some of that information as you go forward. All right, so let's rewind in time here. As I started thinking about launching my podcast, I really had three goals in place. One was to launch the podcast in March. And I really wanted to launch it in March because I had a program that was launching in April. And my program is called The Recipe for Social Selling on LinkedIn. And it's a really great online program with group coaching components as a part of it. And I was launching it in April and I wanted to get the podcast out in advance of it. Now, looking back, that was much too tight of a time frame to try to do a podcast launch and a program launch at the same time, but live and learn. And ultimately, my goal was to launch in March and I did. I launched in March. I actually launch March 29th. More on that in a minute. My second goal was to get a process in place for post-production. And I don't know about any of you, but when I started thinking about a podcast, it's like all these people came out of the woodwork. I can help you with production. I can help you with this. You can outsource it. You can rent space at our studio. And I really wanted to do it myself. I'm not opposed to rolling up my sleeves, knowing what the processes are. And then also getting help when I need to. But I always like to know what the processes are first so that I can do it myself and I can ask the right questions. So I did establish a process in place for post-production. I'll talk about some of the resources and sites I used in a minute. And my third goal was to publish once a week. And I thought that's a pretty achievable goal to do, right? And part of it was based on just listening to other podcasts and thinking about how often they are publishing episodes 
and my own frequency as I'm listening to podcasts, when am I looking for new content, right? So my goal initially was to publish one show a week. All right, so how'd I do? Well, I did launch in March, but it was actually March 29th. It couldn't have been closer to the end of the month, right? Maybe a day or two. And I was even on the fence launching at that time. And I have to think about, I think it was Michelle B. Griffin. I'm going to give her a shout out. I was on the phone with her. We were doing a Zoom call, actually. And I was really struggling with flipping the switch on this. And she said, you know what? Why don't you just launch it and just make it a soft launch? You don't have to make it a big deal, a big announcement. Just just launch it. Put your first couple episodes out. And then once you're comfortable announcing it on social media, then announce it. I said, you know what? You're right. And the next day, I launched my very first episode. And I think I actually launched my first show, which was just me talking. And then the next day, or maybe the few days after that, I launched the second second episode, which was a LinkedIn Live broadcast that I had converted into the podcast. So having to set up my process and get all those processes in place for post-production really came into play there. All right, so let's talk about the processes. I started by shopping around, asking around to a lot of friends and folks that I knew that were doing podcasts, and I asked them which technology they recommended, what do I need, what are the tools I need, et cetera. I already had a pretty good microphone because I had done an audiobook reporting the previous year. So I was comfortable with that. I had Audacity, which was the software that I used for recording solo shows like this. I already had that in place. I was very comfortable using that. But I know I needed some editing software as well. And I had Camtasia, and I still have Camtasia. I use that mainly for video editing. And you can do some of the work in Camtasia, but I'll be honest, Camtasia is really more designed for videos. At least my experience is more designed for videos. It's not really designed as much for podcasts, and it doesn't give you some of the capabilities that some of the other sites did, which... That's why I signed up for Descript, D-E-S-C-R-I-P-T, which allows you to edit out the ums and ahs and even take out entire sentences or words and phrases and do some really quick editing. So I like that tool. Signed up for that. And then I got, I had Google Drive in place and I was working with, I'm still working with an intern on the process. So I started putting some of these things in a Google Drive folder, list of resources, et cetera, so that both of us could do some file sharing. And we also use some other programs and applications, things like canva.com for graphic design, for the podcast cover art. And we also started doing episode cover art. So when I have a guest on with me, the cover art is, is featuring their photo and my photo along with the episode title. So I learned a little bit over time going through that process. But now we've got a pretty good process in place for doing all the editing. And I have to give a huge shout out to my current intern, Julia Santos Dosris. And I say current because she's graduated. She just found a job and she's going to be moving on to her first full-time job. Very excited for her, but she's helped me to document and get that process started. So my success would not be where it is today with this podcast without Julia's help. So thank you, Julia, for that. In terms of publishing frequency, you remember my goal was once a week. I'm now publishing twice a week, just about every every week, I should say. There have been a few weeks here and there that I've skipped, and there have been a few weeks here and there where I've done only one episode. And you know what? I'm going to go easy on myself because you know what? I'm my own boss. I'm the only person that I'm reporting to. And if I miss an episode during a week, I don't get my listeners reaching out to me saying, where's the second episode? Right? It doesn't happen. At least not to me, it's not happening. So I gave myself grace on the weeks that we were really busy and we didn't have a second episode queued up. We just skipped it. We just went on to the next week. Okay. But I am learning a bit about getting that process in place. And we're now starting to get episodes scheduled in Buzzsprout so that we have multiple episodes in place. 
And we'll talk about this a little bit later, but I have kind of a, a topic list and organization system in place as well. So we're, we're getting that a bit better. And that helps with the pre-scheduling in Buzzsprout. All right. What else have I learned as it relates to podcast stats and podcast data and things like that? Well, beginning of the process, I started asking around for different podcasters and podcasts about podcasting. And I stumbled upon Adam Shibley of Podcasting Business School. I kind of feel like I, I discovered him. I know he was out there before, but I feel like I discovered him and now I talk about him to everywhere and everywhere I go. But through his program, I actually signed up through his Download Growth Club. It's a membership program, learning a lot from him. And I was actually on one of their uh, group coaching calls tonight and learning from other podcasters as well. But Adam is teaching us to use the two-third plus one-third technique. So two-thirds of your episode should be expert positioning and one-third should be the, the interviews when you're interviewing other people. So year one, I looked back at my data, and year one, I had about 36% solo episodes or episodes that I would deem expert positioning. So positioning myself as the expert, essentially. He recommends two-third, and I was at a little over a third, okay? In terms of the interviews, he recommends about a third, and I was at 64%. But, you know, going into year one, I had to start somewhere. And honestly, I had such a huge content library to pull from. I had hundreds of episodes from my LinkedIn Live over the past few years. And it was really easy just to pull those episodes up, get get them over to my intern, and she did the editing and get them published. So that was where I was for year one. So year two, what I'm starting to do is shift that balance. And I'm, I'm actually tracking all of my episodes, both past and upcoming, in a spreadsheet. And I'm making a plan to get to that two-third and one-third ratio. The challenge I'm finding is that I need to do more solo episodes. No surprise, right? I mean, do the math. <laughs> it's really easy to see. But what I also am trying to do is do more profile mini audits. So I'm now reaching out in my monthly group coaching calls. I should say my monthly Friday VIP office hours. The second Friday of the month, I have a call that is for coaches and consultants. So on every call, I'm now going to put out an offer to anyone who attends. I'll offer out four of them but four opportunities to do a profile mini audit, one audit per person. So that will help me to get at least four new episodes coming in every month. And I also have, if you're on my email list, if you downloaded one of my checklists, like LinkedIn for speakers, LinkedIn for podcasters, et cetera, at the end of the email series that I send to you, the very last one gives you an opportunity to sign up for a free profile mini audit as well. So I've only had one taker on that so far, but I am getting the process started. I also, looking through Buzzsprout, I figured out that you can export your data and your stats from there. So I'm kind of an Excel nerd. My very first job out of college, I worked for media planning in an ad agency, and we just did a lot of data manipulation in spreadsheets. So I got really good at figuring out how to use data inside spreadsheets and use that to tell a story. So I figured out how to do that, and then I started kind of plotting things together. And here's what else I want to share with you. Of, of all of my episodes in 2023, all 55 episodes, in the past seven days, and again, today's at the end of January, in the past seven days, they've got 98 downloads. So that's still pretty surprising. I'm getting some traction from my older episodes. I thought that was really interesting to see. Over the past 30 days, those those episodes from 2023 have gotten 187 downloads. Now, still, that's in the month of January, right? I mean, 30 days is still in the month of January, so that's impressive. Over the past 90 days, now that's going back into essentially November and December now. 
1,008 downloads, okay? And of all time, the episodes from 2023 have generated over 3,000 downloads, so 3,181 downloads as of today. So what I'm really learning from that is it is exponential. If I didn't have the history of all those shows that I had from the past year, I wouldn't have the 3,500 downloads that I have as of today. So that's really an interesting insight. And I think I'm going to look back at this and see that exponential growth to continue. So that's an important insight. Another thing to consider is that I looked at all of my episodes from 2023 and my two of my top three episodes were solo episodes. And one of them had 93 total downloads. The other one had 90 total downloads. So I'm happy with that. I mean, just starting off, I'm, I'm really happy with that and the fact that of all the episodes I had, and again, think think about the fact that 64% of those were interviews. My top in my top three, two of those were solo interviews. So that shows me that my audience has an appetite and they're really looking for some of that content coming from me. So that made me feel good, right? And what else in there? As of today, the episode that I've published just two days ago, and this one was with Annie Meehan, The Pineapple Principle. In just two days, it's already generated 28 downloads. And I haven't even done an email this week on this. This is just people that are stumbling upon my podcast. They're already downloading it. They're already listening to it. So I'm really happy with that. And then one final thing, I was looking at where the listeners are coming from. And I don't know if this is surprising or not, because I think Apple Podcasts gets a lot of the podcast downloads, but 51% of my lip listeners are listening to my podcast from Apple, and 79% are listening on mobile. So that was kind of interesting. So that's where I'm at as of today. I'll probably do another one of these episodes in 2025, if you can believe that. Next year is going to be 2025, where I'll look at 2024 and a year in review. But I wanted to share this with you because I'm a big believer that data tells us a story. Data helps us to establish benchmarks, to look at our progress, and also just to reflect back upon our many achievements. All right, my friends, that's it. I hope you enjoyed the episode for today. I thank you so much for listening. And as always, if you're on LinkedIn, do send me a message and let me know that you listened to this episode. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Brenda Meller. I wanted to let you know if you're a coach and consultant and you're looking for some tips to really up your LinkedIn game, I've got a free downloadable checklist for you. It's called 15 LinkedIn Profile Tips for Coaches and Consultants. And this checklist is a way of getting some quick and easy tips to update your LinkedIn profile today to help generate more leads for your coaching and consulting business. To grab your copy of the list, go to mellermarketing.com slash list.